Hello, hello. Welcome back to another Fluently Forward podcast episode. This is the first episode I'm recording after I dropped like three mini series, which um, I think that I'm kinda, I kind of think all of these episodes are going to be little mini ones. And I just want to say, I like I was not expecting the response. I thought maybe my mom and dad would listen to this and they did. Thank you, mom and dad. <laughs> Um, but so many, so many people listened, so many people sent the nicest messages, just like telling me what they listened to and how fast they listened and how they wanted more and which topics it could be about. So I just wanted to say, um, I, I read everything cause you know, I'm a creep and it, it just, yeah, I don't, I don't even really know how to put it into words. I feel stupid, but it made my day. Um, why does this feel weird? Okay. Let's just get into the episode. So what I want to talk about today is PR relationships. If you're thinking Puerto Rico, it's public relations. It's a a public relationship relationship. There we go. Now, if you're watching my TikToks on blind items, which if you aren't, mm, how'd you end up here? Anyway, (laughs) you're going to notice that a lot of the blind items about celebrities are all about fake relationships. And this is kind of the main critique I get from comments on TikTok. Well, is it the main? Whatever. It's it's in the top five. It's a bunch of people thinking that PR relationships don't exist. So I'll read a blind item and I'll get into specific couple names soon, but I'll read blind items saying like this couple is fake or, you know, they're definitely not together. And people get up in arms over this concept. They're like, PR relationships are not real. There's no way that this exists. Nobody would date someone that they're actually not into. This is stupid. And it's like a conspiracy theory, which if you go to my episode about the Clintons, you'll know that I love a good conspiracy theory, but PR relationships, let me tell you, they are fact. And they've been around for a really, really, really long time. So hmm, how should I phrase this? I think first, I just kind of want to talk about the references to different PR relationships. There are, I feel like if you're like me, a lot of girls have reached out and there's this book called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. It's a really, really good fiction book that came out. It's kind of new. I feel like maybe it came out a year ago. And it talks about this woman, Evelyn Hugo, who's in Hollywood and she had seven husbands and almost actually all of them basically were for PR. Um... And this is just a theme that I see in a lot of books. I see it in a lot of TV shows. I see it in a lot of movies. Everyone is talking about PR relationships because they're a freaking fact, like they're a fact of life. So I love the TV show 30 Rock and they're kind of like the Simpsons and the fact that they've revealed things that I think everyone in Hollywood knew before the general public knew it. So I'm going to put in a clip here. This is where they reference something about Harvey Weinstein. In some ways, I'm still pinned under a passed out Harvey Weinstein and it's Thanksgiving. They also reference something about Bill Cosby, which I'll put in here. Bill Cosby, you got a lot of nerve getting on the phone with me after what you did to my aunt Paulette. I think you're confusing me with someone else. 1971, Cincinnati. She was a cocktail waitress with the droopy eye. And last but not least, there was an episode where the character on the show, Jenna, meets James Franco, and they want to get into a PR relationship, and the whole episode, I'll 
put some clips in, but basically the whole episode is them signing a contract, agreeing to date for publicity, how many times a week they have to go out, how often they have to be photographed. Um, they have a sponsorship with Jamba Juice, so like how many times they have to be photographed going to Jamba Juice together. And the reason why Jenna gets into a PR relationship with James Franco on the show is to cover up the fact that he's in love with a Japanese body pillow. Here's the general idea, Jenna. You and I pretend that we met while filming a movie called Space Attack. My title. This movie will never be released because my performance will be deemed too provocative for America. Oh, I wish I lived in France. But out of this experience, we found each other, et cetera, et cetera. Five dates a week, one fight a month, and because of a product placement deal with Jamba Juice, the fight will be in a Jamba Juice. I love Jamba Juice. Yeah, what exactly is Mr. Franco covering up here? Liz, are you familiar with Japanese moe relationships where socially dysfunctional men develop deep emotional attachments to body pillows with women painted on them? So, you really, you should just watch the show um, or that specific episode because it is really good. But this is going to get into the reason why PR relationships exist. So I broke down PR relationships into the top four reasons why they happen. To promote, to hide, to distract, or to keep relevant. So I'm gonna go into all of these four reasons and just kind of pull out specific celebrities that fall underneath each of these categories. So the first reason for a PR relationship is to promote a project that you're doing and to like generate excitement for it. When I think of this happening, immediately I think of Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. There is, you could put a gun to my head and I would literally bet my life on it. That has PR written all over it. The fact that she's directing his upcoming movie, they met on set, and of course, for the PR to work for promotion, you want the couple to start dating before the movie's out because that's what generates buzz for the excitement for the movie. That's what makes people buy tickets. Like, there would be... I think that if a movie came out and like three months after the movie premiered, the two stars started dating, I'd be like, oh, okay, that could be real. But if they're dating before the movie, that's a pretty clear sign that it's PR. And I put out a blind item video actually about Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde being PR. And somebody on Instagram, I'm going to find it and insert the clip here, but somebody on Instagram tagged me in a video where Olivia Wilde was in an interview like two years ago saying that the best way to drum up press for a movie was to have two stars from it date and cut to the chase. Now she's dating Harry. So it's like she literally knows how this works and she is putting herself into the formula of having a successful movie. Like, to, it's just so obvious to me. How can anyone think that they're together? Other PR relationships that I think fall underneath the category of to promote is, I would say, Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron for High School Musical. I would say um, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson for Twilight. Oh, oh my God. Big Sean and Ariana Grande. I feel like that was so obvious. I feel like Big Sean and anyone is like always a PR relationship. But yeah, Big Sean and Ariana Grande. And then they just happen to have that song on her album come out. It's just like, it, to me, it is just so obvious. It is so 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 obvious and then they obviously once the album comes out they stop dating you know yeah because it was just to promote the single okay let's get into the second category of why someone would be in a pr relationship to hide and to hide could be a couple different things you know if 
If you're James Franco in 30 Rock, maybe you want to hide the fact that you've got a little Japanese body pillow that you're in love with. Um, but I think most of the time, this is usually to hide um, someone's sexuality in Hollywood. So this is typically when people are going to be bearding and they're actually gay or queer in some way, but they date somebody straight because they just they want to hide their sexuality or they're just not ready to show it to the public yet. And I mean, I think that that <laughs> I think that that's a lot of Taylor Swift's relationships. If you want to know more about that, mm-hmm. check out episode one where I talk about how I think her and Carly Kloss dated. Kendall Jenner and anyone, I could definitely see Kendall being gay. And what I find so funny is like any, not any time, but sometimes when I suggest something like this on TikTok, people are like, it is 2021. Like, of course they would come out, blah, blah, blah. Which first of all, I just think like, if you are not in the LGBTQ community, do not fucking tell anyone how easy it is to come out. Like, just do not, especially if they're a celebrity, you know? Like, unless you have been in their specific shoes with their specific family members and their specific friends or religion or culture and everyone watching their every move, like, how on earth are you going to be like, no, they can't be gay because if they would, they would have come out because it's so easy. It's like, I... (laughs) I would put it up there as maybe one of the hardest things to do. But another example of that is, I didn't know her that well, but this Elvira, Cassandra Peterson, I remember it was in the news, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, she released her new memoir, and in it, she revealed, she came out basically in the memoir, and she revealed a 19-year relationship with another woman. So it's just like, this stuff does happen, you know? People are... um, People are really good at hiding stuff. Reference to episode three where I talk about the Clintons. (laughs) Let's talk about category three, which is to distract. So if you are someone who, let's just say you got a bit of bad press, or maybe your movie didn't do that well, or maybe you're on drugs and everyone knows it, or you went to Ellen DeGeneres on the show and you slapped her across the face or something like that, you're going to need a little bit of a distraction. So... A good distraction is always dating someone big, 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 and that could be another reason for a PR relationship. You want people to stop talking about the drugs or the Ellen DeGeneres slap, and you want them to start talking about how you're now dating Demi Lovato or something like that. So that could be a reason why these relationships pop up. Let's talk about the last reason why somebody would be in a PR relationship. And I think a lot of people don't talk about this reason enough, right? I think people will be like, okay, yeah, it's to promote a movie. I can maybe see something like that happening. But these two couples, like, there's no reason why they would be together. So it can't be PR because I don't see the reason. And they forget about this final reason, which is to keep them in the limelight while they don't have any projects going on. I think a perfect example of this couple is Selena Gomez and The Weeknd. Like, they got together, I'm, once again, I don't know if I would put a gun to my head, but I would maybe, I would maybe, I would maybe risk being kicked in the stomach if I was wrong, but I'm pretty definite that they were a PR relationship, and they both didn't really have anything going on, but they were both big names, and I think like a year later they dropped an album, so that would be a great example of a PR relationship where like, you just don't want people to forget about your name, even though you're not really putting out content for a little bit. Now, how do you spot if a PR relationship is real? Let's talk about paparazzi photos. If you see paparazzi photos of a couple, specifically like very cute, very cutesy paparazzi photos of a couple, that's a pretty dead giveaway that it's PR. Because here's the thing, if you are a celebrity, this is why the whole Benefer, you know, J-Lo and Ben Affleck thing is a hundred 
100% PR, which by the way, I've had friends and sources tell me like it's 100% PR, but celebrities are well-to-do. They have power, they have influence, they have money, they have resources. And if they want to keep a relationship hidden, they can. And I think you see this very, very clearly. Like Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston, I got so many paparazzi photos of them. I could make a scrapbook. Like, I could. And honestly, I probably should because they were such a hot couple. They looked fantastic. And then you have her dating Joe Alwyn. I think they've been dating for five years. It might be four. I'm pretty sure it's five, which is insane. And there's only like two photos of them. And do you want to know why? Because Taylor Swift made it that way. Because she didn't want people to see their relationship. I think a great example of this too is um, when Rihanna was dating that guy. I think his name was Hassan. He was, he was some like rich, rich guy from the Middle East. They had been dating for like a year or longer and there was only one photo of them. It was like a grainy paparazzi shot of them in the hot tub. And once again, that's because if you don't want paparazzi to take pictures of your relationship, you can pretty much not have them take pictures of your relationship. Now, of course, if you're like me and you love a good, dirty little romance novel, you're going to be well aware of the fact that sometimes there is that trope of, oh, we're just dating, you know, we're dating and it's fake, but then it turns real. And I want to share some couples that I think that happened to. I'm pretty sure that back in the day, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears started off as PR, but ended up being real. I think that Chris Brown and Rihanna started off as PR, then ended up being real. And I think that Chrissy Teigen and John Legend ended up as PR and ended up having feelings for each other. I think PR relationships are one thing. PR marriages, I don't know. I need to look more into it. I just don't know. PR marriages are one thing. PR children with someone, I think that's a little far. Do you want to know what else is fun? Sometimes I sit around with my thumb up my ass doing nothing on a Sunday and I think to myself, who should be in a PR relationship? right? I think a great example of this would be Normani, the girl who was previously in Fifth Harmony, because she is, I will binge videos of her dancing for like, I don't know, just for hours on end on YouTube. She is such a talented dancer, singer too, but I just feel like her dancing is like unbelievable. And she hasn't really popped off in the way that Camila Cabello has, even though they both came from the same group. Hmm. I don't know, she did get pretty big after she dated Sean Mendes. PR relationship, PR relationship. <laughs> so I think Normani should get herself a PR relationship. Like sometimes I sit around and I'm like, mm, who should be more popular, but they're not. Maybe a PR relationship would be good for them. Now, I feel like most celebrities do not talk openly about PR relationships because, you know, that would give away the magic, kind of all the magic of it. And it is a little bit embarrassing, just a little bit. But there is one celebrity who came out about this, and I want to read you some of the quotes that they said. So, back in uh, 2006, Nicole Richie started dating Steve-O from Jackass, and Steve-O ended up kind of coming clean about what happened. So, after their relationship, um, he went on Howard Stern, and Howard Stern asked him about his relationship with Nicole Richie, and he admitted that it was a publicity stunt. So this is a quote from him, quote, she said, I just broke off an engagement and the truth is she wanted some publicity for being something other than being skinny. It was a big publicity stunt. She would come pick me up. I don't drive. I think she called the paparazzi too. These mother effers were coming from all directions. I'm even giving interviews to the video paparazzi. 
Oh, sorry. And I thought, this is the kind of scrutiny I want to be under. I want to be in the tabloids. I effing loved it, he said. So, um, yeah, Nicole Richie and Steve-O did a PR stunt. And I'm trying to think what category that I listed uh, would fall underneath. She wanted publicity for something other than being skinny. I guess that would be the distraction or the you don't have anything else going on. Yeah, so she would either be underneath category two or category four. Oh, and I cannot believe I forgot this until the end. One of the probably probably the most common PR relationship that you're going to see in hot. I am so sorry. I don't know. I should look outside my window. The sirens that are happening. Pretty ridiculous. Anyway, the biggest PR relationships that usually happen in Hollywood is you will have a well-to-do, pretty famous male actor, and then he'll start dating some model or some up-and-coming actress that not a lot of people know about, and she just like goes viral overnight. And typically when this happens, it would fall underneath category two, where the actor is trying to hide something, typically their sexuality. So they date kind of like a no-name, hot, young actress. When I think of celebrities doing this, I think of Leonardo DiCaprio, okay? And I also think of Sebastian Stan, because in my video about him on Twitter, or sorry, on TikTok, um, all of the blinds say that him and this like model girlfriend that he's dating is just PR, and everybody was like, why? Why would it be PR? Nobody knows about her, and everyone knows about him, and I love Sebastian Stan, and he doesn't need anyone for anything because he's so famous. Well. Maybe he just doesn't want people to know that he could allegedly be gay or in love with the Japanese body pillow. Maybe it's that. It's probably the Japanese body pillow. So please let me know what your thoughts are on PR relationships. Let me know who you think is in a PR relationship or if you want to rebuttal anyone that I mentioned because you think that they're real. I would be happy to hear all of it. Once again, I don't know any of these people. None of us do. Uh, it's all just kind of conjecture. I will say, even though I got so ripped apart for it on TikTok that I ended up deleting the video, I will stand by this. I think that Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra are absolutely PR. Um, their very first date was at the White House. Their first appearance together, like their second date, was at the Met Gala. You really don't get more public than that. And then by the time they were engaged, people were like, I didn't even know that you guys knew each other. And then it was this like weird story of how he slid into her DMs three years ago, but they only had met recently. So they were trying to spin it as like, oh no, we've known each other for years. And it's like, no, Nick Jonas slid into your DMs allegedly a few years ago, but you guys only started getting to know each other recently. And she confirmed this in her memoir. If you haven't, you need to listen to the episode on Priyanka Chopra on Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Um, those girls are so, 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 so funny. But also everything that everything in the Priyanka Chopra episode was very interesting when she talks about Nick. All right, and one last thing before this episode wraps up. Um, I really want to do good and like do right by the podcast and have segments and have people come on and just like put some love into it. So I'm not going to be able to write on my blog as much, fluentlyforward.com, but there is a section on there and the menu item where I have like an anonymous Google form where people write in and ask questions for advice. And I usually answer those in blog posts. So I figured since I won't have time to write the blog posts, why not answer them here and have that be like a segment at the end of every podcast. So I'm going to answer two that came in recently and then we will wrap things up. 
Okay, so the first question that came in says, I have a very close friend for about four or five years now. Our friendship is very solid. We've made so many memories, so many laughs. The problem is that sometimes we'll talk about our hopes and dreams for the future, and my hopes and dreams are pretty different than hers. And when I bring them up, they often get dismissed by her in a passive-aggressive way since she would never be able to do that. For example, I want a family in the future, and I honestly enjoy really homey style things. She, on the other hand, is repulsed by this. She's a very strong and forward-thinking woman who's extremely driven, and I think that's great, but if she were to hear about a woman being very feminine or wanting few things that are aligned more with the traditional agenda, it's like, oh my god, it's an unforgivable sin. I love her personality and who she is, and I don't see a problem with our differences, which is why it upsets me that deep down she does. I guess I just want to feel accepted for who I am, and I want to feel like I can express who I am without being shut down for not being similar to her. I love her very much. I don't want to have to sacrifice our friendship. How would you go about a situation like this? Do you want to know what the first thing I thought of when I read this question was? I haven't watched the movie Little Woman because I know it's just going to make me so emotional and I'm going to cry, but I do watch the trailer like every other month because I love the trailer. And I've also read the books and there's a scene in it where one of the sisters is like getting married to this guy, I'm pretty sure, it's the Emma Watson's character, and she's like ready to settle down and have a family and Joe is like in the trailer like what are you doing like you're such a talented actress we should run off and like I could write plays and you could act in them and we could tour and all these big things could happen and Emma Watson's character just says very gently just because my dreams are different than yours doesn't mean that they're not important and I personally I am like hot-headed and fiery and if I was in your position I'm sure that my mouth would get the better of me and I would say something fucked up to my friend and be like you need to shut up and just like let me have these opinions and stuff but I think at the end of it I think the reason your friend is being so passive aggressive about all of this stuff is that sure we do live in a time today where it's like yeah go ahead like be a boss lady you don't need to have a family but at the end of the day we are all so societally conditioned to want to have a family like it is in Disney movies growing up it is in Christmas cards it is in picture books it is in commercials that you see on TV like your friend wanting a different path while it might be like societally accepted today on Twitter or TikTok she's probably feeling really insecure about wanting something that is non-traditional and the way she's going about it is you know bitchy and passive-aggressive but I think at the root of it she's probably hurting deep down and you know hurt people hurt So my advice would be just kind of steal Emma Watson's lines and say something like that. Like the next time you say, I want to have a family and she's like, well, yeah, I think that's a little bit ridiculous. Just look her in the eyes and be like, look, my like my hopes and my goals in life are different than yours. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't respect them. It doesn't mean that it's not important to me. Okay, I hope the sound works here. I had had to move into my closet because my neighbor's dog barks all the time and howls when they go away let me know if anyone's dealt with this i talked to my neighbor about it once and she was like oh yeah just like send me a text if you ever need it to be quiet and i was like i kind of i kind of always need it to be quiet like i kind of never want a dog howling next door for hours on end so i wasn't sure what to do because now i feel like if i text her about the dog it like has to be an emergency i don't know okay anyway sorry that was a me thing Okay, one last piece of uh, advice or a question that came in. Somebody was asking, what is my opinion on Shallon Lester and the drama that she was called out for last year? If anyone doesn't know, Shallon Lester is this YouTuber, and I think she has a fantastic concept for her videos. So she used to work at Star Magazine, and she knows a lot of celebrity gossip. 
and you know me, I'm a sucker for celebrity gossip. So she took kind of all of the information that she had from her connections working at the celebrity tabloid magazine, and she started making YouTube videos about celebrities. It's like half about celebrity gossip, and then the other half is about dating and advice. So she'll put out a video being like, um, what's his name? Oh my God, why am I not thinking of the guy who cheated on Khloe Kardashian? Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Oh my God, I need more coffee this morning. Anyway, so she'll put out a video being like, what's really going on with Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian? Here's all the tea. And then the other half of the video is like, and here's what you should do if you get cheated on in a public way. So it's a really cool concept. That being said, she got canceled in like a very big way maybe two years ago because she's not very PC and there were some quotes that she had said. I think she said that the members of BTS all looked the same or they all looked like women. It was something offensive like that. And then there were also videos that she had made talking about how she likes younger guys and she had been like flirting with some like teens and like a interview where she was like reporting, you know, she was like interviewing some young teen stars and she was like flirting with them and they were like under the age of 18. So somebody asked what's your opinion on her and the drama. There are videos and tweets of her saying things about teenage boys when she was in her 20s. Do you still watch her videos? I'll be honest I do still sometimes watch her videos and I've actually spoken with her in the DMs a couple times. I wrote a blog post about this. Maybe it would be worth another episode but I got canceled myself on TikTok maybe like three months ago for a TikTok video I did about Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra where, I, I don't know, I'm like, should I talk about it now? It's so long. But it was basically a TikTok video I made where I was like, you know, I don't like this couple. Um, I'm just not a fan of them. Here are the blind items about them. The blind items say that they're a PR relationship. And the blind items also say that, you know, they really only got together to like boost their fame. And the response was like, pretty wild. I ended up deleting the video, but by the time I deleted it, it was almost at 2 million views and it had over 99,000 likes. Um, but so many people were like, you don't like the couple because they're interracial or, um, you know, you think that Priyanka needs fame because you're racist, but she doesn't need fame. She's really popular over in India and all of this stuff. And it was just it was just, I, I feel like it happens online so often. Like I saw this meme on Twitter where someone will be like, oh, the internet's crazy because you'll put out something saying, oh, I like pancakes. And people will be like, so you hate waffles? Fuck you for hating waffles. And you're like, I didn't say that. That's like a completely new sentence. And, you know, there were all of these reaction videos made where people were like, oh, you don't like Priyanka? Is it because she's Indian? And I was like, I never said that. Like, there's a bunch of reasons why I think that they're PR and I just don't like them together. There's a lot of celebrity couples I don't like together. Like, you look at my entire page and it's me trashing different celebrities, whatever race, whatever religion, whatever culture, like, you name it, I, I will probably trash them or have a conspiracy theory about them. Anyway, so I reached out to Shallon Lester when that happened um, just because I wanted to talk to other people who had been canceled because I don't know about you, but like this whole TikTok viewership thing is new to me. I just grew up watching influencers and whenever they would get canceled, I was always like, it's not a big deal. Just like turn off your phone and like go away for a weekend. But when it happens to you, like I actually went and got my cortisol levels stressed because like I couldn't sleep at night. I was nervous all the time. Like, I would leave my apartment to go get coffee, and I was like, everyone is looking at me. Like, everyone thinks I'm racist. Like, 
I don't know how to describe it. It's just really weird having like hundreds and hundreds of people call you something that you're not based off of a just a miscommunication. Like, of course, things are going to get misconstrued in a 60 second TikTok video. Anyway, now I'm off topic. We're talking about Shallon Lester. I watch some of her videos from time to time. Um, I think she's a very good speaker. I, I listen to her for a lot of speaking advice. Like she is really good at weaving a story and like her YouTube videos are just fun to binge. I think, yeah, I think some of the tweets are messed up. I think what she says is messed up, but I also think that if there was enough footage of all of us online saying things, like we would all say something that messed up one way or another. If any allegations came out about her, like, you know, if anyone came forward, like James Charles, I would be like 100% immediately that's wrong. But I think sometimes people just make jokes in like a crass way and they're not actual predators. That's that's my thought. But let me know what you think, because I'm still, you know, a little bit undecided on the whole situation. OK, anyway, so God, this is so stupid. I'm like so nervous about the Priyanka and Nick thing. I swear to God, the words Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are like a trigger word to me now after everything that happened. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I will do a video on it. That's the thing, too. Like, I'd love to talk about their relationship because it is so fascinating, um, especially all like it might be worth an episode of all celebrity couples who got together really quick. I was recently listening to a deep dive on Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston on the Shameless podcast, and they also dated and got like engaged within a couple of months. So part of me wonders like is that just a thing celebrities do i think it could be worth an episode there so anyway pr relationships that's a wrap on today's episode and if you want to submit any ideas for the podcast or if you want any um advice answered in this segment of the podcast that i might start doing just head to fluentlyforward.com and then up on the menu bar there is a thing called uh, anonymous advice box and that's where you can go to drop questions in. So thank you for listening and I will see you next week for the next episode. Bye guys.